Happy New Year. Six mm. and one. Six and one to start out the new year. I'll take it. Yeah, right? Yeah, absolutely, <laughs> man. Let's go. And, and a three from Ben? It's not bad. Yeah, let's go. <laughs> yeah, I'm getting me a Doc jersey made up. That's my, oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to get a Doc. I'm going to get like a double zero. You know, maybe I'll find like an old Spencer Halls and strip that Halls off the back and put Doc on there. I'm getting a Doc jersey. I might have to get a maxi jersey. Yeah, yeah. He's, he's he's quick, man. He's really fast. Yeah, he's 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 a good player. They they got some stuff, man. That second unit has a little vibe to it, and uh, you can actually count on it. You know what I well, mean? Well, and like you, you can, can put you could put Toby on there, or you could put Ben on there, mm -hmm. and it it can play basketball. Yeah, you yeah. know, like it, it's yeah. not, obviously not an elite second unit or you know whatever, but. It's a good. Uh, I I don't know. I don't know yet. I think it's hard to say elite because they're so the two two guys you're depending on are so young. So young and but, so you know, new. Yeah, like it's hard to say elite because of that. But, but you know, good. just based of skill set, and then you throw Dwight Howard in there, and 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 it kind of elevates it to another level, especially with Dwight. Like I think Dwight Howard being on your second unit puts you at like very good. Like just that being the start of your second unit and, and then whether or not they become elite just depends on hey can maxi and shape be consistent you know last night shape didn't make a lot of shots nor did maxi they they shot pretty low percentages but they played and they you know at the end of the day they just missed shots they didn't make a lot of mistakes they just missed shots yeah and, you gotta uh, that's yeah, what you want you, you, you know, I mean, again, theme of the show, right? Like, you're not responsible for the outcome. You're responsible exactly. for the effort and making the right shot at the right mm -hmm. time. And you're responsible for, you know, doing the doing the work and doing the right thing at the right moment. And, yep. you know, the outcome will either be there or it won't. Exactly. Yep, so. exactly. Exactly. And that, that's 100% uh, what, they, what those two kids have been doing for the, yeah. pretty much every game. Yeah. The... Uh, the show, so so our, uh, you know, uh, uh, our thing that we have to put the effort into each, each week, um, and then we're not responsible for the outcome. We're just trying to put on a good podcast regularly that people can count on and learn from. Um, we're we have some goals for 2021 and some plans for 2021, and we're starting with uh with sort of an overview of what our format is going to look like for 2021. You want to talk about? It? Yeah, yeah. So we, uh, you know, we wanted to kind of get like our core things for the show that we wanted people to to know that they can expect. You know, so so for instance, for us, um, the things are the three things that you can pretty much expect from the show um, is that we're going to, you know, do a Jeremy Grant interview every week and we'll get into the discussion about what that is. Uh, we're also, yeah, we're also going to do a, uh, book club that we will continue. We'll continue to read that book alongside, you know, every episode we'll, we'll have, uh, you know, two to three chapters that we've responsible for reading. Um, we're going to also continue our, you know, e-commerce type of thing, but we're going to adjust it a little bit and we're just going to call it kind of like an expert review. You know, and, you know, we'll start there. Kind of expert review for us is not necessarily like we have like doctrines and all of that. It's just that we have experience doing 
that particular thing that we're going to have a conversation about. We don't have all the answers. You know, we're not like licensed for, you know, uh, uh, to be an expert, you know, business owner or whatever. I don't know. But what we do have is an experience where, you know, we've went through the steps. We've went through some trials, some error. And uh, now we want to just kind of give our expert opinions on those particular um, things that might come up um, with the show. So as far as like starting a spice company, uh, I can give you some my expert opinion on what that was like, what I went through and how I did it. You know, Devin, you know, um, you know, for the Spotify, I mean, sorry, Shopify, he was able to give us his expert point of view based off of his experience working in that field so we're going to kind of keep that going and hopefully you know at down the road we can add in some outsiders to come in and be experts um when it comes to questions that we might have or things we want to bring up in the show yeah so for now we're going to stick with uh the, the areas that we actually are we have some expertise in right so i have some expertise in web development and shopify and e-commerce principles and those kinds of things. And as Vernon's experience in, you know, what it's like to, you know, start a small e-commerce business selling spices, he's going to have expertise in that area. A lot of it's going to be, um, you know, sort of fresh. And so that's mm-hmm. why we want to capture that. Um, and then our regular book club check-in episodes, you know, um, that's, that's one of like the key things that we've got taken away from this whole podcast is that, you know, we have that whole, like, every 9 o'clock, you know, I, it was Michael who, who brought it up to us, but it was like, you know, every Tuesday at 9 o'clock, this is what we're doing. Like, we know for sure that we have to be at the show, and we have to have read the chapters, and we have to be ready to review them. <laughs> so that sort of discipline and that sort of regular commitment to continued learning for yourself, for where you're trying to go in life, and for trying to understand the world and how you can fit in it, how the business can go can fit in it or whatever it is that you're about um, can fit in it. And then the, the once a month, the Jeremy Grant, you know, sort of interview review shout out. I don't know exactly what we're going to call it, but yeah. um, you know, trying to make sure that we highlight uh, people in the community that are doing exactly what we're doing. Right. Which is just mm-hmm. trying to take the next steps um, to grow their business, their selves, their nonprofit, you know, their event, their whatever it is, uh, their landscaping business, whatever they're looking for, you know, uh, to, to, to advance. That's what that Jeremy Grant uh, interview episode is all about. So it's pretty much the same format that we've been having. Yeah, yeah, I think it's just, uh, you know, it's good to clear it up as we go into 2021. But I tell you what, can I take a moment? Can I take a moment and explain to the people where the Jeremy Grant comes from. I've been asked, who is Jeremy Grant and what the heck does that mean by a a few people? Um, So, as you guys probably know, even from our outro, that, uh, I mean, intro just now, that uh, me and Devin are pretty, you know, serious, like, Sixers fans um, and basketball fans in general. And uh, one of the things that we've done is you know, our relationship kind of parallels with our fandom for the Sixers. So naturally, like, we can't entirely run from that in the podcast. You know, we got to kind of lean on that a little bit. So for us, one of the things that, you know, got us in the processing and 
all of the things that we're doing now is a little bit of like the process that happened with the 76ers you know for those people who remember the whole tanking and draft picks and all of that and uh back in what was it this was year one right year one of sam hankey process yeah. yeah okay so year one of the process sam hankey drafted a guy at number 39 um by the name of jeremy grant and jeremy grant was the first second round draft pick that sam hankey had ever made as uh, the president of basketball operations for the Philadelphia 76ers. And that was kind of like, beyond the tanking, that is probably one of Sam Hankey's and, 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 you know, his, my opinion, and also just hearing him speak, one of the, like, biggest, you know, areas in the NBA that teams undervalue is these second-round draft picks. You know, there are a lot of times they're forgotten players, a lot of teams just kind of draft them, trade them for money, whatever. Like, they really don't have a lot of value. Like, here you are being drafted at 39, which is really, what, 10 spots away from being a first-rounder? And your value has depreciated, like, a thousand times more than sure. the 30th pick who was a first-rounder who's just nine picks before you. And what Sam Hankey realized is that that 39th pick has just as much, if not more value than a 27 pick in the draft for the simple reason as the contract that that 39th pick gets, you have flexibility with it. Um, it's not something that you have to commit to all, you know, for a long term. There's a lot of uh, optionality with it. And he saw the value in that. Like I could take this guy um, and draft a Jeremy Grant develop him grow him work with him not to mention he's coming in with a chip on his shoulder like all of these things positioning and to create this you know driven person as long as he has the makeup to be great to you know what i mean to push himself harder than probably what a first rounder would because they know that they're guaranteed and ultimately for the podcast we kind of see us is that you know i i I've, don't know if you totally agree with that Devin but I see the podcast that we started as Jeremy Grant we're coming in as that second rounder no we don't have the best shot from three uh we're probably on the best handle uh but we're gonna defend our behinds off we're gonna study we're gonna work hard we're gonna be at every practice an hour early we're gonna be committed and we're gonna walk around with that chip on our shoulder and we're just gonna do the work and you know, hopefully, and what we believe is when you do that, um, at some point, Jeremy Grant's been traded probably four times and, you know, been on and off the bench and in and out of rotations and everything. But now the dividends has paid off for him last year where he signs, uh, what, four-year, $50 million deal? Yeah, and now, now he's, he's 35 the real a deal. Game now. <laughs> yeah, now he's the real deal. And yeah. uh, that's how we see us from a podcast standpoint and we hope to be a jeremy grant one day but we also want to highlight those other people out there that are in the same boat as us that potentially have the chance to be a jeremy grant also yeah and there's and and it's a lot of people right i mean it's mm -hmm. the it's an entire round of draft picks and sure there's you know there's plenty of people that are out there with a you know a whole lot more technical experience than me that are starting businesses that are, you know, going to be 
like may, they're going to start Google or Uber or Tesla or whatever, right? And then there's people out there that, you know, have uh, better connections and relationships than you do, and they're going to start, you know, e-commerce businesses or communities or whatever, and they have a lot more of the fundamentals that you're supposed to need. Um, but, you know, to, to one of the books from, from, this, uh, from this last year, uh, perspective, right, is we have a couple of the prerequisites, right, like we belong, um, and then the rest of them we're going to work hard to get to high enough that we can kind of clear the bar, which is essentially, you know, I mean, Jeremy Grant's six eight, right? Like, you know, mm-hmm. he's a big boy. So that makes it real easy to succeed in the NBA, but it's not all it takes, right? You, you have to work hard. You have to do all that other stuff. And so that's kind of where that whole um, – kind of where that whole that whole Jeremy Grant idea came from and then celebrating those people that are in that same process, right? Like you might be in your second year and trying struggling to get a minute, you know? Um, yeah. And if that and if that's where you're at and you're still struggling to get a minute, it doesn't change the fact that you're doing exactly what you and I are doing. Um, what Jeremy but, Grant did. What Jeremy Grant did, what Michael Cunningham was doing four years ago, and mm-hmm. then boom, before you know it, he's giving out, you know, 300 pairs of shoes to people on Christmas Day. Like, come on. That's amazing. Yes. (laughs) That's amazing. You know what I mean? But it took four years. You know, it wasn't magic. It it took took effort and work. So, yeah. yeah. That's going to be a cool part of the show. Yeah. Hey, before we move on, since we are talking, Jeremy Grant, did you see the promotional video that Michael Cunningham uh, put together? Uh, It's out on all his social media platforms, um, Kingdom, Kingdom Keepers. Um, he put together a promotional video where he uh, had a uh, videographer come out and capture the moment of the event um, where people can check out. Maybe we can link it to our page, somehow, our website somehow. But I've been yeah. reposting it through all of uh, our social media platforms. But yeah. uh, did you I'll get a chance to check it out? After the show, for sure. Yeah, it's really good. It's really good. Yeah, yeah, it definitely was, man. It was. I'm glad that you got a chance to see it because I was able to kind of be down at the moment and you knowing that you're in Colorado I'm sure if you were here you would have loved to take part of it um, but it was nice to be able to kind of have a video for you to at least get the feel you know it felt like a it, it was like a party man it was like a, a celebration um, what an event yeah yeah it looked awesome it looked, it looked awesome for sure um, right. so let's talk about our goals for 2021 it's the, the new year uh, so we're doing like the goals for the show sort of thing. So uh, for the show, what are you thinking? Yeah. So so mine, I won't take them all. We'll, I'll do mine, you know, uh, is highlight more people. You know, like I think the biggest goal for me with this show is I want to highlight more people. And what that means is as we get more active on social media, I don't just want to be um you know just basically using social media just to post i want to become a consumer on social media for other people that are doing things like us you know like so many times you see a lot of people posting their businesses posting you know podcasts or whatever they're doing but what i notice is that you don't necessarily see a lot of people you know liking or sharing other people's stuff so for us you know one of the biggest things that i want to do for the show and have our goals be is that 
from social media, from having guests on. I want us to be focused on highlighting more people like us. So if you're searching through, you know, just social media, something comes up, let's grab that and add that to our Facebook page, Twitter page, somewhere. Repost that. If somebody's doing something, just reshare. Um, and that's how, that's the biggest goal that I think for us as a show that uh, we can do um, more of. How about you? Yeah, I, I love that. Like, I, I really think that that's kind of who, who we are and what we're about, right? Like, we, we, the show has some real, we have some, some real opinions about the way the world should work, right? And, like, one mm -hmm. of those things that you and I, the whole reason kind of we started the show, um, part of that initial conversation was that, you know, there's this, I don't know, a, a perspective that, um, that black businesses aren't as good as white businesses or Asian businesses, which is the most banana cookies. Like, it makes zero sense, right? Business is mm -hmm. business. Like, did you have the product? Was the product good? Did it deliver on what it was? Was the price right? Like, you know, business is business. Did you fit a need? And for some reason, there's this, like, weird you know, thing where we're, we're adding this, like, you know, oh, well, that person's got, they got a black owned business and white people can't go there. What are you talking about? That's insane. And so I love that idea that we're out there highlighting business um, and highlighting the people that are doing it. And, you know, it, 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 it's going to be a, a, an opportunity for us to be like, hey, look, here's what the narrative actually is. What the narrative actually is is that there's people out there that are the Michael Cunninghams of the world that are like, making a dent in the universe you know what i mean like he he's yeah. got shoes on 300 people that's amazing that's amazing you know um from nothing from nothing he turned yeah. that into a thing you know so highlighting those people whether they're people like us and they're like hey i just started a blog and like that's my step one hey talk to us let us know so that we can shout you out on the show and get people connected to you yes um, or there are people like you know, Mike, that are in year four now where they're like really growing this thing, you know? Yeah, um, actually, that's a good point. If you're listening to the show and you know of anyone that is doing, you know, something remotely close to what we're doing in terms of just living out their purpose, um, starting their entrepreneurial process, uh, you know, giving back like Michael Cunningham, whatever those things are that they're doing to make this world a better place um shout us out give us tag us on uh facebook you know send us a link uh just contact us through social media and that way we can repost those people and then we can also talk about them on the show yeah um so i think for for a show goal for for me is to kind of have better more clear commitments right like i, I think one of the things that we do really well is that we like we recap each week and we say like, this is what we're looking to do. And this is what I'm planning for the next week. I'd like that to be uh, more stable, right? Like we, we love the discipline of show up every Tuesday at nine o'clock, right? What's your nine o'clock? Like we love that. But um, I think committing, um, com you know, I mean like uh, committing on defense, right? Like just being yeah. like, this is what I'm about this week. I'm going to get this done for sure and not coming up small, right? And maybe that means we have to right size the goal because it's going to be a busy week and so the goal needs to be small. But I would like to see us really focus on that. So it's like clear commitment about what we're about. Yeah. Yeah, I, I totally agree. I think, uh, you know, we've kind of figured out one thing. 
right? Like, and we talked about this uh, just recently, is that we figured out that showing up was really what last year was about for us. So that whole idea of what's your nine o'clock? What is your nine o'clock on Tuesday? So for us, our showing up was every Tuesday at 9 a.m. We showed up, we did the podcast. So we call that our, that's our nine o'clock. But now to make our commitments more clear is we need to go beyond just showing up on nine o'clock Tuesday morning. Now we need to take that same concept, showing up 9 a.m. Tuesday morning and go beyond the show. We need to now do that when it comes to social media. We need to now have that when it comes to all of our business goals that we set forth on the very first intro episode. We need to add those things into those areas of our lives. And what the nine o'clock is, is just discipline and commitment. You know, your nine o'clock is your discipline and your commitment to the thing that you're doing. And and you can have it in multiple areas that are all working towards the same goal. And so I, I totally agree. And I think we've already did a good, you know, step one with episode one in 2021. So uh, we just got to keep that momentum going. But yes, you know, move that nine o'clock beyond just the sh- waking up and showing up for the show. Let's do a yeah. little more than show up. Yeah, I'd like to see, you know, uh, at the end of this year, us to like go to the website. You're right, because that's kind of my my domain of things. Mm-hmm. Um, and you go to the website and there's a bunch of really solid resources there, right? Like from all the books that we've read that, hey, if you want to learn about some some business or you want to make sure that you're thinking about problems in a, in a in the correct kind of way or you want to have like some some tools that you need like i'd like the website to have contain some of that real information right so that you look back and you go like oh look the website was just a kind of list of all the shows and it's really just a big list like that's all we have on the website right now mm-hmm, mm-hmm. but a year from now you know at the, when we're when we're doing the review um in, in december of 2021 when we're looking back i'd like to say like hey look the website is now a resource you can get real good information on how to move forward on our website. Um, so that's kind of like a, you know, a measurable thing. But I think you kind of have a similar idea for, you know, what the social media's presence of the show is going to be about. Yes, yes, totally agree. Um, uh, we With the same thing with the website, you're talking about having it be more interactive, user-friendly, having it, you know, if I'm going on a website, like, what is the use that I get out of this? Same thing that we want from the social media is that we want it to be interactive, you know. So one of the things that I want to do is just get more people involved, um, you know. So try to, one cool thing is in the last chapter that we've read in Attraction, it talked about building a community, community. you know. So yep. that goal is what my side of things with social media is what 2021 is all about it's about building a goal so you know with every post that i put out it's going to be something that you know we're we're encouraging interaction so you know let us know what you you know what you think comment on the bottom of each post reach reshare you know um all of that type of stuff also not having every post be just about the show so having posts that are about Michael Cunningham's event. Uh, anyone else that has something going on and and being able to support that. So really trying to make a community that's not just information going out, but it's information coming in. 
you know what I mean? And and also uh, having a good part of the information that's going out be not even from us, be us just co-signing and supporting other organizations trying to do the same things. Um, and that that's really like the nine o'clock beyond the show um, for me as far as social media goes. You know, and then some of the other things we, we, we have coming, can't quite announce them yet, but uh, I want to, you know, work on some things in terms of, um, you know, different tractions and stuff like that where we can maybe see what the following is of the show without actually looking at numbers. Um, so we have some ideas. Uh, we're we're going to iron them out and then we'll present them as they become, you know, official. So um, that's one of the one of the things as well that. I want to see for the show. Try to see what you know what our following looks like without relying on the numbers. Yeah, so that actually brings up an interesting thing that we talked about, and I wanted to make sure it was mentioned. Uh, there will be no ads on the Process of Black and White uh, show uh, for 2021 for sure. Uh, we we both committed to just do another year of just us doing this because it's the right thing to do, right? Um, and. The reason that we're not doing ads is because we want to just be able to say what we think all the time and not support something, right? Um, that's mm-hmm. not to say that we're not trying to figure out ways to, uh, you know, pay for it. I mean, it doesn't cost a lot to do the show. Like, it, it costs enough that Vernon and I have never talked about it, right? Like, it's, it's yeah. not a lot. But, you know, it would be nice if we could make the 100 bucks a year that the show costs to put on um, back. And so there are going to be some ways that that, that – that, gets figured out but um we will like be really really open about that like here's how that happens and here's how we're paying for that and that kind of stuff um rather than do ads because you know we're not trying to look at analytics for the show what we're trying to do is the right thing every day with the show so you know slightly a diff which is kind of an interesting take right rather than Mm -hmm. uh rather than trying to monetize people at, at every minute when they turn around which is you know what happens when you go on you know, social media is awesome, right? Because it gives us an opportunity to to find those people and shout them out uh, and build that community. But also, there's you know downsides of it, which is you're getting tracked and you look at a pair of Nikes on one place and then they follow you around the internet forever. Mm-hmm. You know, <laughs> so so we we would like to kind of balance that out. And so this show is going to be a place that's free from that uh, for 2021. So that's I think a nice thing. Yeah. Um, you want to talk about what some of your personal goals are for for, yeah. for Vernon himself for 2021? Yeah, absolutely, man. You do um, one and one. So you do one, then I'll do one. Yeah, yeah. So the biggest one for me is um, discipline. Discipline just in my in my personal life is something that um, I'm trying to work on. It covers a lot of bases, right? Like I'm sure there's people, you know, starting their 2021 New Year's diet resolution and all of that. So that encompasses that as well with discipline, like discipline. Yeah. Discipline at the table, discipline in the amount of money that I spend on a daily basis, you know, just discipline on getting out and being active every day, you know, discipline on the goals and the the work that I need to do with the show, you know, is is a big one. And then just a little throw in um, as far as the other business side of things is one of the goals that I have is um, January. 24th to launch the Shopify website. So I'm putting it out there. I put the pressure on myself. We're almost finished. Um, But we set a goal date of Sunday, January 24th by midnight Sunday at no later, you know, 1159 
Sunday, January 24th, the website site will be launched for 2400themovement.com. So um, you, you'll be able to go on. Hopefully it's not 11.59 p.m., but, <laughs> you know, that's just our deadline we gave ourselves. Sure. Um, how about you, man? Uh, you know, Sarah and I, like, well, for sure me uh, and her a little bit just because she's married to me, so she's stuck to me. Um, I, I love New Year's resolutions. Like, it's one of my favorite things of the year, and I'm really, really good at them. Um, you are. You are. <laughs> it's like, so, so, like, I'm like, oh, here's a thing that I want to do. And then I actually do it every year. It's crazy. Um, but so, so this year, uh, one of the big resolutions is that, so we have, like, this, this, like, bubble sheet. I, it's hard to describe. You know what I'll do is I'll, uh, I'll, I'll tweet it. So you can take a look if you if you want, okay. um, but it's like this sheet that has you know a like a, a a column in a row for every day of the year, and then in each each column and row there's a bubble, well four bubbles for each of our like little goals. So for Sarah and I's like couple goals, like our goals for us as a relationship uh, is uh, for us to meditate every day. For us to do, uh, we, we usually take a walk around the neighborhood every day. So either that or go hiking, which is like our main hobby. And then uh, exercise, which isn't an everyday goal, right? So it shouldn't be filled in all the time. But it should be filled in most of the time. And then eat healthy for that entire day um, is another one. Where, again, it shouldn't be all the time, right? It shouldn't be 100% of the time. Mm -hmm. But it should be most of the time where... You know, you're, you're kind of like filling in those bubbles. So then at the end of each day, we're sort of like together filling in the bubbles to, to represent our day. And then the final one that we have is like uh, review tomorrow. So like we're literally sitting down. It's crazy. It's been a strange thing. It's only like four days into the new year, but it's already strange. <laughs> to sit down with your wife and be like, here's what my schedule is tomorrow. I'm going to be out of bed by this time. I'm going to do this at this time. I'm going to do that at this time. And we put we put our schedule we talk our schedule and write it down to each other. So if she's going to be spending from 3 to 5, you know, working on whatever she's doing, that's when she's I know what she's doing then. It's crazy. It's a very yeah. interesting change. It's, it's it sounds similar to my wife, me and my wife Ashley what we have going on for our couple's New Year's resolution, which is every morning we text um, our to-do list. So I text my to-do list to her and she texts her to-do list to me. And really being the goal is that as as my wife, she holds me accountable when I don't check off the boxes, all the boxes on my to-do list or reminds me or, you know, just to have somebody else there, you know, kind of pushing you or supporting you to get that to-do list done. And the same thing goes on my end. So it's something that we've been doing every day since the new year. And it's something that I hope we can nail for 52 weeks. But um, and one of the conversations we had is like, yeah, there's been a day where we haven't complete completed that to-do list. Maybe we did like one thing on it. But the idea, again, we constantly go back to that is. The idea is to just do that process. Yeah, maybe the first day you don't finish the whole list, but maybe in week 27, everything is working like clockwork and 
you know, she's holding you accountable. I'm holding her accountable. We're getting the list done. We're jumping in and helping each other with the list. Like, that's the idea is, is things don't necessarily like catch fire on the first day that you do it. So for everybody out there with your New Year's resolutions, um, I go back to probably about like almost 10 years ago when you had your uh, smoothie resolution. Remember that? Yeah, uh, I still drink smoothies every single day. Yeah, but what was it? It was like you didn't eat breakfast. Your your breakfast was a smoothie every yep. day, right? Yep. And by like week, like freaking 35 of the year, you were like a smoothie pro. Like you, you had to buy like all new jeans and, uh, you know, like, like you literally like it was nothing. It was like, you know what I mean? Like it was just second nature. And I don't know. I never really asked you, but shoot week one or week two or probably more like week 14 you might have been like another smoothie but you got up over that hurdle and then you hit like that where you're going downhill now at week like 35 where it's like you became the smoothie king like you know pun intended right yeah no i mean it's it's crazy and like you know that that, that kind of leads into those like those personal goals for me right like cause the for for my personal goals, like I definitely want to like, I have the same kind of bubble sheet, but instead of being personal goals that are, or are, are couple goals where those are kind of pretty wholesome goals, right? Like yeah. take a walk with my wife every day is a pretty amazing goal. And I'm pretty fortunate to be able to have that opportunity. Um, but on the personal goals, they, they, they <laughs> skew more towards that kind of thing where it's like, this is how I'm going to be, you know, the, end up the person that I want to be, right? So, like, one of my personal goals is to work on my software as a service business. At, um, not Again, not every day, because there's going to be days that I miss. Um, another is to do 100 days of code, um, which is sort of like a, I mean, it's kind of like any other 100-day challenge, right? Like, you could pretty much do anything you want. If you do it every day for 100 days, at the end of 100 days, you're going to be so good at it, you know? Mm -hmm. um, and so there's these sort of 100-day challenges that happen in coder circles and web developer circles and software engineer circles that like where usually people are learning how to code, but sometimes people are learning new techniques. So I'm going to be focused on learning new techniques and do my goal is to do 300 days throughout the year. Um, so, you know, won't be every day, but I'll get those, try to get three done this year. Um, so that should be a good one. And then, um, you know, so work on the SaaS is one. Do the 100 days of code is another. And then um, I'm committing to Monday through Friday learning time every single, every single day. Uh, just kind of doing some period of time worth of just pure learning, like where I'm learning a new technique or I'm learning a, a thing that's related to work or I'm learning how to brain processes, images, like, you know, just focusing specifically saying, like, I'm going to learn in this half hour something, anything, doesn't matter what. And then uh, the final goal that I have is I have flashcards, and when I, which I've, I've always been pretty good at flashcards, to, like, learn things and remember things. So when I learn something or I find something at work that I'm struggling with or there's a concept I need to hammer down, I'm going to do flashcard review every day. So you know, add to my flashcards during my learning time, essentially, and then review them every single morning. So that that's like the 
the 27, that's like the, the, the big four goals for me, rather. Mm, mm, mm. As I'm sitting listening to you, I'm, I'm like sitting here laughing because I'm like, man, you can tell which one of us is like house is going crazy with like kids, you know, coming out of our ears. Oh, yeah, and, for sure. And your, all your goals are so zen and like calm and like, you know, like like real planned out. Mine's just like, just be disciplined, man. Just do it. Just to be able to find time to like take three minutes and do it. Yeah, well, I, yeah, yeah. again, you know, slightly, slightly different lights, right? Yeah. <laughs> That's so I'm listening. I'm like, damn, this man. I wish I had like another day. You, you're gonna need another day to get all that done. But then again, yeah, when you don't, when you don't have, uh, you know, six other miles or five other miles talking to you at once, uh, you're pretty good. You can, you can get to some of that stuff, huh? Yeah, dude. The, the, the there's never been a better time to not have kids. Yeah. Yes, that is true. Right now, you know what I mean? Like. <laughs> <laughs> it, it, and and what I mean by that, it's funny because it, like people who, and I'm sure that you'll say this too, like you aren't the same person that you were before you had kids. True, like, you're just a different person. People are like, yeah, it's, I'm a, just a different person. Like I, I mm -hmm. never would have expected the person that I could have become, right? Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And then the same thing, like for not having kids, you get to chase down a whole different life. Because mm -hmm. and, and it's a life that you never could have imagined. Like, I just couldn't even have figured that, you know, I'd be in my 40s and I'd be like, you know, it, I don't know. It's, just, it's very funny how different your life can end up because of not having kids or having kids. Yeah. Like, there's never been a better time to do, just like there's never been a better time to start a business or trust the process, right? Like, all the information is there for you to, become the best version of yourself for sure so just chase it down and you can end up in really interesting places like colorado yeah yeah over, yeah exactly wherever it leads you man exactly there's you know it's life there's no right or wrong you know it, it it's all about it's your purpose and and that's it you know and and there's no right or wrong to that so you know live your best life right live your best life that's about it um, before we close out, man, what about, uh, what are we looking at as far as, uh, the book? What did you think? We finished off, what is that, our fourth book? I think it's our fourth book, Traction. Yeah, yeah, yeah fourth book. Um, what was your thoughts? It was, it was a book that you recommended. What, what was your thoughts on there? I love it. And, you know, of course, it, it's very much like me, right? Like, I want very, like, here, what, what, what are the concrete steps that I could take? Like, what, 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 what you know, what could I do? And it's very, like action-based book. Mm -hmm. So, you know, to me, I think that if anybody is, you know, looking to start a business um, and they have a little bit of an idea, I don't think it's a good, good book for somebody who doesn't have ideas, but if you have an idea of what you're trying to do, um, you know, start a spice business or a lawn care company, whatever it is, you know, um, this book will help you once you have it sort of test out how to market your business and grow it. Um, and I would say, you know, I, I give it, I don't know, five stars or whatever, whatever. We don't have a way to rate books, but I would definitely say that people, people should read it and execute on the, the stuff that he's talking about. What about you? Uh, yeah, I totally agree, man. It, it's, um, it was a good book. It had a, it was just like you said, a typical Devin book. It had a lot of like 
things you can put in an act in action right away. Um, very much informationally driven. Um, yeah, I don't even think they really got in at all to like, you know, any type of like uh, finding your purpose, you know, the, the like the T.D. Jakes type stuff. You know what I mean? Like they really it was for the person who has the idea already and just want to take it to the next level. Like, how do I make something successful? You know, something that I believe is a good idea, something I believe is worth my time and, and, and effort. And I want to make it the best version of itself that I can. And what are some of the things that I can use? What are some of the techniques that other companies that it's been in your shoes? What are some of those techniques that they did? And uh, can I implement them myself? And that's pretty much the book. It's, you know, to sum it up. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And people, I think, should definitely for sure read this one. Um, they'll get a lot out of it. Uh, they'll definitely be able to, you know, be, be ready. Uh, new book, you already suggested it, so why don't you introduce it? Yeah, so we are, let me pull it up. Um, we are going to be reading the new book is The Color of Money. Um, it's a book, I forget how I came across it, you know, and I don't know, following somebody maybe. Um, and uh, it's The Color of Money, Black Banks, and the Racial Wealth Gap. And I'm sorry, I'm not even going to try and pronounce her name. I think it's Mahersa. Um, but uh, I'm not sure. I know. I wish I could pronounce it. I had to find out the correct pronunciation of her name. But uh, it's the, the first lady of the club, you know, which is pretty cool. Um, and yeah, the book is, uh, yeah, I mean, it's self-explanatory. It really just talks about, uh, I haven't read any of it, but just from the little short um, excerpt that it gave um it really just digs into um just like the the wealth gap in black america and uh ways that we can uh, i guess gives a little more uh insight maybe on ways that we can improve it different things that we can do not 100 percent sure but that's what it felt like in the snippet that i was able to read um i mean uh you know we'll see uh what exactly it entails once we crack it open yeah, that's good. I, I love it. I'm, I'm super excited for this one. So, you know, yeah. it's, it's banks, economics, and and uh, and wealth, and those are like topics that I read about personally anyway. So, that's gonna yeah, be, that's exactly. Gonna um, you got so let's let's do it. We have a we we have a, a goal. So, what's your better and more clear commitment? What you know for uh, for this week for the show? Yeah. So. Uh, I'm going to try to highlight at least at least one, and I know it's low ball, but I'm going to try and highlight at least one and do a little write-up uh, or a little post on at least one person out there um, doing their Jeremy Grant thing and, and their process that we haven't done before. So I'm going to start searching. Please help me out. Send some, some, uh, you know, some tags our way that basically tell us to uh, check out your thing and what you're doing. Um, so I can send it out. Nice. That's hot. How about you? I'm gonna. Um, this is more like this is just one of those ones where I gotta put in the effort and the time. I'm gonna put all of the episodes onto YouTube um, so that people could because a lot of people that aren't using um, you know Pocket Casts or, or one of the podcast apps or Spotify or whatever. 
they prefer YouTube. So we're going to go ahead and put those on YouTube so people can uh, can check it out there if they want. So just another channel for people to uh, to take in the show and hopefully get some good information. All right. All right, man. Well, hey, check us out on our website at thepodcastisblackandwhite.com. Check us out on Facebook at The Process is Black and White. Uh, you can search that. We'll come right up. And then check us out on Twitter at, at The Process underscore is. Um, and check us out on Instagram at The Process underscore is. All right. Talk to you guys next week. Uh, best New Year's for everybody. All right.